This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome to yet another episode. Thank you so much for being here. So today kind of goes hand in hand with the previous episode about uh, kind of striving for, you know, mastery versus victory, you know, aiming for better versus being the best. There's a difference with that. And it does go a little bit hand in hand with kind of what we're talking about today to keep this little motivation and you know, I don't know what you want to call it, but like a motivation theme in a couple of these episodes because it's February and it's that time of year that, you know, my therapist and I were actually just talking about the other day about how February is hands down one of the hardest months in the year because of the weather and then the impending, you know, (laughs) time change that's going to be happening in a few weeks. Sorry, hate to break the bad news to you all, but yeah, that's happening in about I don't know, like two or three weeks, um, depending on when this drops. So today we're going to be talking about how you don't have to be good at everything. Okay. And I think this is a nice reminder because, you know, let's talk about the things that bring you absolute joy, your hobbies or whatever else it might be in your life. This is kind of the idea of doing things to feel good instead of being good. And I'll be posting about that this week. So maybe you've seen some of these posts if they've already, if they've already gone up or not, but you know, it's one of those scenarios where it's really important to, to know that feeling good when you're doing things is incredibly important, if not more important than being good at these things. And, you know, first of all, let's start off with a friendly reminder that you don't have to be good at everything you love doing. You can do things simply for the joy of doing them. It's actually really nice to embrace the beginner's mind when it comes to some things in life. Well, I mean, really, when it comes to anything in your life, you should try to embrace the beginner's mind. Remember how you are when you first started or or act like you're doing something for the first time. Because generally speaking, when you're doing something for the first time, you're really trying to get, get it kind of right. You're trying to, to bring awareness to it. And again, it's not a matter of being perfect at doing this thing, whatever this thing is for you. But it's just a matter of being fully present and being just in that moment with that thing, with that thing that you're doing, you know? And there was a recent occurrence in my life that made me think about this concept. And and I'll go ahead and share the story with you a little bit. It's it's not a long story, don't worry. I will not bore you. But um, sometimes when people find out that I enjoy doing creative things in my spare time, you know, such as drawing or writing poetry. Uh, I also historically have done a fair amount of Chinese ink painting. I know kind of a random thing, but I started that. I even took a class for it in, in Durham when I lived in North Carolina at the local art community, uh, like, a what was it? The Dur- Durham arts council, shout out to the DAC. Uh, but I love Chinese ink painting. Now, granted, I haven't done Chinese ink painting in a while, but just to let you know, like I've always enjoyed art and I've enjoyed acting and things like that. So 
Often when some people in my life find out that I do these things, they ask me if I'm any good. (laughs) And this question always throws me off, you know, Um, because who the F cares if I'm any good at these things? Like what, what the hell does that even matter? The main reason that I do these things is because I enjoy doing them. They bring me a sense of, of calmness, of clarity. Gosh, they bring me a sense of, uh, of belonging, you know, and they make me feel complete and whole regardless of how good I am at them. So that my skill level at these things does not dictate my enjoyment of them. And, you know, they help me also increase my state of flow and focus, which I think all of us can relate to the desire to feel that flow state or to feel that that connectivity with the thing that you're doing, the task at hand, and to feel incredibly focused because that feeling feels incredible. Whether it's with work or something that you're enjoying, uh, you know, a mountain bike ride, a run, whatever it is, an athletic endeavor, endeavor, you know, what I'm talking about today doesn't necessarily apply to just artistic things or creative activities. It also applies to sports and athletics and competition. So yeah, I don't know what it is about that question. When people ask me, you know, am I any good (laughs) at insert, you know, whatever art, whatever creative endeavor, because it just mine, it, I guess it just blows my mind that that is the first place where people go. Instead of asking things like, oh, I don't know, how long have you been doing that? Oh, wow. Who introduced you to that? Or how did you discover that you enjoyed it? Did you take a class in school? Did you learn from your parents? Did you learn from a sibling? Did you, I mean, there are literally dozens of other questions that you can ask instead of asking, are you any good at it? That's like someone ask or someone saying to me that they knit or they enjoy walking or they enjoy, I don't know, archery and me asking, are you any good at it? Like, it doesn't make any sense for me to ask, are you any good at walking? Are you any good at hiking? Are you any good at whatever the hell it is? Like, who gives a shit? And to me, it's a little bit of a red flag when that's kind of the first question that that is usually thought of. Um, Because, again, we put too too much emphasis on skill, capabilities, instead of enjoyment. Friends, you are allowed to enjoy things. You are allowed to do things just because you enjoy them. I am giving you that permission just in case you needed it from someone else. I don't think you need that permission from anyone else except for you, but just in case you did need that little green light to go forward and do the things that you want to do. Okay. Uh, This also made me think about uh, some things that have kind of happened as well in the past week. For example, I have a friend of mine, Shelly. Shout out to Shelly if you're listening. She's starting a soccer league. And my initial knee-jerk reaction is not not a, a soccer league. What the hell am I talking about? She's starting a soccer team for women females, um, who, you know, maybe C-level players, 
I mean, I kind of think I'm kind of a D-level player because it's been like close to 20 years since I've played. But I enjoy soccer. I If there's one sport that I love to watch live or on TV, it is any form of soccer, even if it's a game of five-year-olds or eight-year-olds, which that's kind of more like watching like an amoeba go all over the soccer field <laughs> and chasing the ball when it's kids. But I think kids playing sports is freaking adorable. Uh, for someone who doesn't have children, I love watching kids do sports because it's just amazing. And it, talk about joy, right? You know, this actually... Not even in my notes, but think about that. Think about when you were a kid. How much more did you enjoy doing things, especially sports, when pressure was not placed on you, whether that was by a parent, a loved one, a friend, or yourself, or your coach? Oh, coaches who do that need to, especially at a young age, they kind of need to be reprimanded because if you're a coach and you're listening to this and you do coach children, remind them to still have fun. They cannot lose the love of the game. They cannot lose the love of the sport because once they do that, they're going to lose interest in the sport altogether. All right. So think about when you were a kid. Think about how much you enjoyed just doing something, how much you enjoyed playing soccer. I enjoyed playing soccer. Sure, I wanted to be better at it, but that's where this is a both and situation where you can both enjoy doing something and also want to be a little bit better at it. You know, like, sure, I want it. Oh my God. Uh, sure. When I was tapped to play goalie for my rec league down in North Carolina. Oh God. And, and keep in mind for those of you listening, I'm all of five foot two, you know, and at the time, uh, I probably weighed about what I weigh now, but I was definitely a lot less muscular, uh, 20 years ago. So it's kind of funny because no one else wanted to play goalie and I was kind of forced to. <laughs> so I didn't even have gloves. I had to borrow someone else's gloves. Um, but they were injured. They had a shoulder injury. So I had to fill in for like the last few games of the season. Keep in mind, I've never ever in my life played the position of goalie. Uh, this was all new to me. And the idea when you're a goalie is you have to run towards the ball, towards the player that is also charging at you because it's kind of a game of geometry. You're basically trying to shorten the triangle. (laughs) You're trying to shorten the angles between that player and the ball that they're planting in front of them to kick, to shoot rather. And you're trying to get as close as you can because that gives you less chance for error of missing the ball. So yeah, no pressure at all. But anyways, I'm tangenting. Uh, but it just, it came up in my mind and it was very important for me to talk about. So with that thought in mind, remember when you were a kid doing things, things that brought you joy, think about those things, whether they were sports related, artistic related, whatever it was for you. And then think about what maybe took the joy away or made it less joyful, you know, and now apply those things to you as an adult, if you are an adult, (laughs) could be debatable for some folks, right? But I think it's really important to just remember, you know, that we see this happen a lot with student athletes, with with child athletes. And, you know, they, they go and they, they start to play basketball or soccer or other sports and they enjoy them when they first start. But then parents or loved ones or coaches or friends or themselves 
just start to put too much pressure on it and it starts to take away from the joy. So that same concept can more or less be, be applied to this type of idea here, whether it's again, a creative endeavor, a sport that you love or whatever else it is, <laughs> insert, insert whatever it is for you. Okay. Now back to my friend, Shelly, she's starting a soccer team, not a league, but a soccer team for a local league here in Denver. And, uh, you know, I mean, come on to be in soccer shape. It's completely different than to be in mountain bike shape or even to be CrossFit shape or whatever. Um, there's a lot of running involved with soccer. If you've never played, it can definitely be more of an endurance sport, especially for, you know, two 45 minute halves. It's just a lot. It can be a lot. So of course I'm reading this post that she had on social media, recruiting friends, just seeing what the interest level was. And of course I was immediately interested because I thought about all the fun that I had as an adult. And also when I was in high school, you know, playing a little bit with friends and then with my brother, um, and just neighborhood friends too. And then what fun I had, even as a goalie, getting my face smashed in <laughs> by a ball. Cause I was, remember I was charging the ball. I was short. I had to use whatever size I had to my favor. So I thought about those moments of just joy. You know, I was getting my ass handed to me. Sure. You know, while doing these things, but I had fun. I had fun because I don't really, I mean, sure. I place a lot of pressure on myself, but I also don't, you know, like I'm sure I want to try my best, but that doesn't mean that I'm trying to be the best to go hand in hand with the previous episode. So do listen to episode, uh, I think it's 58. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that yet, that'll give you a little bit more insight to kind of what I'm talking about today. Um, Shelly made a post. I immediately reflected back on all those moments of joy. And my next thought was, oh man, but I'm not in soccer shape. And of course her last sentence in the post, and I, I reshared the post if you want to see it and you're friends with me on social media, uh, on Facebook. But yeah, I... None of us are in soccer shape right now, probably, unless we're, you know, a sprinting athlete or a, an endurance athlete uh, through running. But you know what? It That's not the point. The point is we're trying to have fun on Sundays and it gives us something different to do than mountain biking. And it gives us a chance too to kind of let the, the trails melt and things like that because we have gotten a fair share of snow this season here in the Denver area. But also it gives me a chance to do something that not only brings me joy, but can can also take me away from the two things that I mainly focus on in my life, lifting weights and riding my bike. And, you know, while with my lifting program, I am doing, you know, some Olympic lifting, you know, like snatching and cleans and jerks and things like that now, it's... You know, and I do also program lateral movements like side to side movements, which you don't see very often in a lot of other, other programs like CrossFit and things like that. But I just wanted to do something that had nothing to do with kind of what I do for a living, you know, and, and it, it's kind of hard to explain, um, but I'm sure a lot of you probably get it, you know, especially if you are a mountain biking coach or you're a coach yourself, or maybe you are an engineer for a living you know, a lot of engineers that I work with also have some sort of artistic endeavor on the side that they love doing. You know, some of them are photographers, some of them are artists. It's quite fascinating because it, it caters to that other side of your, of your brain, of your, of your being. And it's really a part of being a whole human is doing something that, that helps you do things that you don't necessarily use 
in your day-to-day life and work. You have to do things in your in your pleasurable side, in your in your friend side, in your social side. You have to do things that you enjoy and that take you a little bit away from work. So, yes, I signed up for a soccer league. I am starting my ACL prehab this week. <laughs> Uh, because you know, I'm 42. So, and I'm hyper mobile. So I just want to try to keep my knees as, as stable as possible. So fortunately in the shred strong program, we already have a fair amount of prehab movements in there, such as Copenhagen planks and adductor abductor movement, uh, a lot of knees over toes, things like split squats and things like that. Now I'm going to kind of start adding in some variations on some of those. Uh, thanks to Zach, my PT, he sent me a message right away uh, when he learned that I signed up for this league. Because of course, you know, an older athlete, knowing how I am, I am going to be at higher risk of an ACL tear or something like that. So I just want to be mindful of taking care of my knees and taking care of my body as best as possible. Okay. So all of that to say, (laughs) you all got to know a little bit about me and I will keep you posted about the soccer league. Of course, when it starts in like mid-March, mid to late March, goes till June. So it's a good couple months long. It's going to be fantastic. I am so looking forward to it. And I should make most games, except when I'm camping or when I'm doing some mountain biking coaching on the weekends. But all that to say that I don't have to be the best soccer player. You don't have to be the best artist. You don't have to be the best mountain biker. The thing is, is, is does it bring you joy? Do these things bring you joy? Do they bring you that state of flow? Do they bring you that, like it's filling, that feeling like it's filling a gap in your life or in your being and in your soul? If so, then that's fine. And, and when you think about it and people ask you, well, are you any good at it? How's how's your skill? How's your capabilities? Um, that's my sarcasm font, by the way, but uh, or sarcasm voice, I should say. Skill level is relative. Just remind yourself of that. It's so subjective and it honestly, it has no impact on whether or not you're any good at any of these things, or I'm any good at soccer or writing poetry or my Chinese art, you know, uh, like ink art. So this is a reminder that you don't need to be amazing or even good at the things that bring you absolute joy and calm and and flow. The only thing that matters is that you enjoy doing them. Okay. On the other hand, I will say that there's also nothing wrong with seeking to improve your skill or your competence at these things that you enjoy doing, but just remind yourself that it's not necessarily competition to be the best painter or the best artist or the best soccer player or even mountain biker. You don't have to apply the rules of sport to everything in your life, including your hobbies and things that bring you joy. So the next time that you find yourself doing a hobby or something that you just simply love doing, I want you to just enjoy the moment. I know it's kind of tricky, but savor the time that you have to do the thing that you love to do and embrace that beginner's mind. All right. 
that's all I have for you this fine and beautiful Monday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode today. Please do share this episode, subscribe if you haven't already, and rate it if it is a five plus star uh, episode for you. And be sure to tag me in anything that you share. That way I can actually see it because I don't see these things unless I'm tagged in them. So friends, I hope that you can strive to just enjoy, savor the moment, enjoy the things that bring you joy and try not to focus on needing to be good at everything. Okay. I hope you have a beautiful day, friends. Catch you next week. Bye.